Welcome to Shoot to the Top, a podcast for professional photographers with web designer and marketer Sam Holland and professional photographer with over 20 years in the industry, Marcus Ahmad. Hi Marcus, how are you doing? I am very well, thank you Sam. How are you? Very, very good. Thank you, Marcus. Um, It's good to be speaking to you. Um, And so today on the Shoot to the Top podcast, we are going to be speaking about, well, when I say we, it is mainly going to be Marcus. Um, We are going to be speaking about fashion photography and how to get into it. Uh, Now, my daughters will tell you I'm not an expert in fashion, so I think this is definitely where we hand over to Marcus. So Marcus, please tell us a bit more about fashion photography and how we can find a route in there. Yeah, my pleasure, Sam. Well, obviously, um, I've been involved in fast photography for quite a long time. Ten years shooting in the business and about ten years as a senior lecturer in fashion photography at the University of South Wales. So there's obviously a lot to talk about, but we've only got a few 15 minutes. So I've actually picked three topics that I'm going to cover and one bonus one, which is a real really good one for our newsletter readers listeners readers listeners um oh is it readers are they newsletter well they're both well they read the newsletter and then they listen to the extra anyway we'll move on okay i digress okay so there's three things i'm going to talk about that i've picked i'm going to highlight um uh and the first one is about it's, it's called it's a team sport secondly we're going to say talk about finding a model and then thirdly what does it all mean? Okay, those are my three okay. subjects. Quick, so, quick question. When you say finding a model, I presume you mean like a person model, not a business model. Yeah, mate. We're talking about fashion yeah, okay. here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a okay. model. Wow. You still might, you still might need a model for your business, but okay, a, well, a that, person we... to hang to hang the fashionable stuff on. Exactly. Right. Okay. okay. It's a team sport. So, first of all, um, what people don't realise that fashion photography involves a massive team of people well when I say massive it can well it can be massive but you know at least two or three people involved in the shoot um, and it's important when you're starting off to start working in this way I feel the kind of people that might be involved in the shoot are a hair and makeup person you might have a clothes stylist the model of course we've talked about that assistant that could be a camera assistant it could be a digitech assistant taking care of all that and you know um and on the shoot you might find the client as well so how do you start building up this team and why do you want this team well a nice to know about fast photography is that the photographer needs to know about clothes it's not true i know fashion photographers who know have got know nothing about clothing or have very little interest in it myself i was quite interested in in fashion the garments etc but i still work with a stylist and what a stylist does is they bring along the garments to the shoot so they've they've got connections a book a black book of uh various outlets or manufacturers of clothes that they can bring along to the shoot which they borrow and then they let give back to them um so establishing a connection with a stylist early on is such a good idea and if you go back through the podcast archives we've got um an interview haven't we marcus with um a stylist um nick nick hems nick hems Hems, that's it so back through the podcast you can you can listen to that one 
that's quite right. And I think we've got another close stylist coming up, haven't we, soon, fairly soon we as could well. well um, yeah, so a, a close stylist is almost essential to work with because to try and find these clothes yourself as a photographer is going to be very difficult. So how do you find a stylist? Well, a good place to look might be um, in a, at universities or colleges, courses that have uh, places that have fashion um degrees or fashion courses you might find even ones that specialize in doing um production they call it fashion production which is basically putting together fashion shoots uh, um, so you, you or, or you could also maybe go to a local shop you know a, a, a really high-end or a good quality clothes shop that sells really interesting garments and see about working with them and opening up a collaboration you might even do and go to a hairdressing salon and talk about working with them as well. So, no, but are sometimes your clients mind, those yes. sorts of people? Like, so, are sometimes as a fashion photographer, your clients the people who are providing the clothes or doing the hair or whatever? I mean, that's a great, great question. I mean, really, it, 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 it all depends. A lot of the time, you're going to be working for magazines. Okay. That's sort of the traditional, the traditional route in. And then you might do that for as a free and then clients like manufacturers will see you in those magazines and then they'll pay you or employ you to do that. Same with hairdressers. OK, so, so, so you might need initially to get in the magazine. You might need to provide all of these people yourselves. But then it might be that a, a shop or someone wants you to work with them to show their clothes. And then they're definitely providing the clothes and possibly the other stuff. And that's quite different exactly right exactly so we've got the stylist next the hair and makeup again a crucial part of a, any fashion shoot and not easy to find uh, and the reason i say that is because a lot of makeup artists might want to tend to might want to do take over a little bit or dominate the shoot and really spend too much time doing costume makeup as opposed to fashion makeup. So you should really understand the difference between fashion makeup and costume makeup or special effects makeup. They're very different. So, so um, they've got to kind of understand. If, so if you work with somebody regularly, that could be really good because the key is that you understand exactly. each other, isn't it, and know what's needed. Exactly. I all, it, I worked for the same uh, with the same a makeup person for many many years ago leap who was excellent and he just knew he would put on the bare minimum he just put like some yeah. cream on their face on the mock face and they just look amazing it's like wow that is just perfect they especially people up for photography is very different from makeup for going out and yeah, being yeah, out yeah. and about or partying where it's very very presumably, look yeah presumably for some shoots you want virtually no makeup so it looks like there's none and for others you might want some like really strong really crazy stuff and you, they've got to know what's appropriate for which shoots and stuff exactly right exactly exactly so you might find the makeup artist hair artist might be the same person through Facebook groups, uh, it's a good place to look for that, or, you know, uh, connections, but that kind of thing. Um, the model we're going to come on to next, assistants, well, that's obviously, you know, I always work with assistants, and I do when I, I try and do that when I can. Uh, not essential, but they're going to make you a lot, your life a lot easier, because by the t there's, there's so much going on in a fashion shoot. You needed to be focused on the end look and the model and talking to the model and having an assistant setting up all the gear and being in control of that and it makes the world a difference. And of course, they can, they'll be learning from you as well. So, you know, getting so... So that's basically the kind of team that you would put together. So um, 
and it's general industry practice that this is the way you do things and people will be willing to contribute to uh, working together uh, as a TFP, which is trade for, we used to call that trade for prints, maybe it's the trade for files now. But certainly everybody would be interested in producing prints that they would get for free from the photographer and that would be the payment for it. We call this testing. Right, okay, so there we, let, let's say we've got your team together, um, You've all agreed on a concept um, beforehand. Um, let's now talk about the model and how you're going to find a model because this is really, this is the photographer's responsibility. The model is key to how the look is going to, the look of the shoot. Um, and really, as a photographer, as a budding fashion photographer, you've got to start getting an eye for what makes a great model. Um, a, a model, a fashion model, is not somebody necessarily who is you've got your person, girl, boy, next door looks, i.e. they tend to look a little bit different. They're striking. They've got striking looks. They might not even be considered as being good-looking, whatever that is, but they tend to have these looks. And certainly, you should be open, your mind should be open to understanding what this is. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? I can see you are looking at me a little bit quizzically Makes now. Sense. Well, what is this? It's a bit nebulous what I'm talking about, but it's basically, you should just have the eye for what makes a fashion model. Um Presumably, it's also to do with their skills as well in being a model uh, and, yeah, the way they behave and the way they look, because that can obviously change a lot, can't it, depending on what they're thinking and feeling uh, and that sort of thing. Well, if you to direct them, it's to, 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 to direct them and to bring that out of them and to get your message across, it's just understanding what you're, how you want your end image to look, your end story yeah. to look. And get it, finding a, a, a person, a, a woman or a man, a girl or a boy that's going to fit that aesthetic. Um, you're not. You, you, and I, I see around like workshops and stuff, photography lighting workshops, where you can go along and you can take photographs of models. You know, and they tend to be not the kind of what I would call fashion models. Fashion models look quirky. They look interesting. They look unusual. When you see a fashion model work, walking in a room you know that they're a fashion model. They've just got this certain gravitas about them. How do you find them? Well, the best way and probably the simplest way is to go to a local model agency or a national model agency. And what they have is they've got new models that uh, are just come on board and they tend to be a bit younger and tend to be more inexperienced but they're looking to test. They're looking to go out there and work with photographers to get experience of being in front of the camera like you were talking about just there, Sam, and that kind of thing, mm -hmm. of building up a portfolio. So um, when you go to an agency, you're going to be looking for new faces, they call these. Uh, the agency, the modern agency, is going to make sure that um, you are up for t the task. So they're going, you're going to have to have some kind of portfolio to show them. It doesn't need to be glam photography. They're looking for really something that's just not too over the top, fun enough. But anyhow, maybe this is, I'm, I'm going a bit too deep into it, but certainly um, model agencies are the place to go for that. 
I mean, there's various online places that I don't I, like. Well, I'm not going to mention any names, but they're not very good. I would say, I'm not very <laughs> okay. Good, really. So go for the agency. Go for the agency. Yeah, okay. exactly. They're there for a reason. That's exactly right, Sam. And they know these people are experiencing the whole world. Yeah. They're talking about fashion models and this whole rather unusual world of fashion. And that brings me on to my third point. What does it all mean? So you've got to bring up your vocabulary, your fashion vocabulary, all the different words that are banded around. I've got a list here. Let me just go through them quite quickly because I, I know I'm going on a bit too much now, but a list of words that you need to be aware of in the world of fashion. So before you say that, Marcus, yes. I was just oh, thinking you're talking about talking to the agencies and stuff. Presumably yes. that's really helpful for you because it's just building your network, isn't it? And if you want yep. to get into the fashion world, then if you're talking to people who are running agencies, working in agencies, talking to people in hair and makeup, you're building that network and you'll pick up the language as well you pick up lots of things just from being with people in that world talking to people in that world making connections and people in that world just as if with any other business you're making those essential business connections exactly Sam. and the way it works is you start testing for a modern agency then they get a client come along and say oh, we're shooting a campaign for x company got any new photographers on board got any interesting photographers and in your name and that's how it works yeah. so yeah it's uber networking but the, the terminology, let's go through this. We've got basically, I've got lookbook versus editorial. So it's important to know what a lookbook is and what editorial is. A lookbook is more like a catalogue. It's where the garment is put front and centre, normally against the plain background. Whereas an editorial look or an editorial campaign is something that might be a story that's shot over many pages. So you've got to understand if a client comes up to you and say you want a lookbook or a, an editorial shoot, you've got to know the difference. Yeah. You've got to understand that fashion works in a very weird way and that you're always shooting forward. Just sort six months, maybe a year ahead. So here in the UK now, it's in the mid-winter. So you'll be shooting for summer. Come the so summer, you'll be, you'll in, be shooting for the you'll winter. Be... So, yeah, so you'll be there in the rain and the cold doing a bikini shot or a, or a swimwear shot or whatever and sun hats and things. Well, <laughs> hopefully not in the cold, but certainly you've got to be aware of that. Yeah, exactly. Start to understand what makes her people the, the, an edgy or street look as compared to like a beauty shoot. I When I started, very briefly, I was um, doing lots of edgy work for testing and for... Eight, and my portfolio was very edgy and I went over to America to show it to hairdressing salons and manuf uh, hairdressing manufacturers and they really liked it because they're used to doing beauty work um very classical and they saw my book they thought oh it's very edgy very different and they wanted to sort of buy into that so understand what makes the difference what makes a story what is a story a fashion story you know how do you build up six pages or more from one photo shoot understand the difference between catwalk and print and the, the models are different the you know the, the the aesthetic is very different um understand the term the different people involved in the uh, in the process and art what what does an art director do what does an agent do know how to put together a call sheet what is a call sheet a call sheet is basically a, a, a a, a, a list, a spreadsheet, as it were, of everybody involved in the shoot, where it's going to be, phone numbers, everything, timing. It's all in there. And one of the most important parts of putting the shoot together is putting a call sheet together. 
Um, yeah, and I'm just going to finish up with one more term here because I think we are running out of time. We are, is, Marcus, but I'll let you yeah. off with one more. One more. Uh, ready to wear and haute couture, if I'm saying it correctly. Haute couture. What is the difference between ready to wear and haute couture? You have to know these things. A really good resource that I'm going to mention is a film called The September Issue, which is a documentary film all about Vogue and then putting out their September issue, which is their big issue of the year, the big month of the year. And it is very, very interesting and very enlightening. Right, there we go. Okay, let's leave it at that. But as I say, I do have a one more thing to say, which is going to be in the newsletter. Um, and this will just change, blow your mind and change everything of what you know about fashion photography. There we go. So if you want to get Marcus's bonus content, then head to our website, shoottothetop.com. And from there, you can sign up to the newsletter. And when you've signed up to the newsletter, you can then get, you will then be sent every new podcast each week with the bonus content. And if you sign up and this podcast has already gone, then if you ask us nicely, we can give you access to that bonus content too. Mm-hmm. Um, so Marcus, that has been really interesting. That is our Haute Couture uh, podcast uh-huh. for um, for this week. Um, I'm looking forward to next week already. Um, brilliant to talk to you. And I will see you next week, Marcus. See you next week, Sam. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. You can like and subscribe on your usual podcast platform. You can find Sam and Marcus on LinkedIn and at website for photographers co.uk forward slash podcast. See you next week.